mga nakaraang linggo po, tayo po ay nag-go through sa isang series ng Book of Joshua. At ang Book of Joshua po ay patungkol po sa isang grupo ng mga tao na nagtitiwala sa Diyos. Hindi naman sila malakas, hindi naman sila makapangyarihan, hindi naman sila malaki. Pero dahil sa kapangyarihan ng Diyos sa kanilang buhay, they are able to conquer their challenges. Yan po. The book of Joshua is not just about how we perceive ourselves. Magaling ba tayo? Kaya ba natin? But it's also about how we perceive the God who is with us and the God who fights for us. Yan. The book of Joshua is about not just about a book of overcoming our battles, it's also about trusting the God who fights our battles. Napakaganda ho, ano? Sa so itong mga nakasusunod hong linggo at susunod na buwan, hihimayin po natin ang aklat po ng Joshua. Nalala ko isang kwento ng isang mountain hiker. Umakit siya sa tuktok ng bundok at sa ibabaw ng bundok, nakakita ho siya ng pugad ng agila. Ah! Buti na lang, wala ho yung inahing agila. The mother eagle was nowhere to be found. And so, this hiker found an egg inside the eagle's egg. Mantakin niyo ho, ano? Itlog ng agila. First time niya ho makakita ng itlog ng agila. Kinuha niya ho habang wala ho yung inahing agila. So, tontuwa siya. Meron akong itlog ng agila. Pag-uwi niya sa kanyang bahay, meron ho siyang poultry farm sa kanyang bukid. Meron siyang mga manukan. So, yung mga manok, may mga itlog ng mga manok. Hinalo niya po yung itlog ng agila sa itlog ng mga manok. Ito na ho. Lahat po ng mga inahing manok, inupuan yung mga itlog. Napisa ang mga itlog, lumabas ang mga sisiyo. The chicks went out, the eggs cracked. The eagle went out. Yung munting agila ho, the baby eagle came out. Ito na ho ang problema. Habang lumalaki po itong agilang ito, napapalibutan ho siya ng mga manok. So, akala niya, manok din siya. Tende ho, ano? So, siya ho ay agila, pero salitang manok, bakbakbakak, ano? nakakita na ba kayo ng agila? Ang salita, manok. Siya ho ay agila, pero lipat manok, one foot above the ground. Baba ng lipat, agila. Kasi siya ay agila, pero akala niya siya ay manok. Siya ay agila, pero kumakain siya ng pagkain ng mga manok. Mga chicken feeds, palay. So, siya ho ay isang agila, pero utak manok, salitang manok, ugaling manok, kilos manok, lipad manok, kain manok. Nakakalungkot ho, ano? Isang araw ho, siya ho ay senior citizen na, matanda na, meron na siyang discount card. <laughs> Napatingin ho siya sa kalangitan. Nakita sa mga ulap. Biglang may nakita ho siyang isang parang eroplano, pero hindi naman eroplano. Ibon, pero hindi talaga ibon. Ang taas ng lipad, hindi gumagalawang pakpak. This creature was just soaring so high. Ang taas ho, matayog ang lipad. Sabi niya, ano ba yan? Ngayon lang ako nakakita niyan. So kanilabit niya ho yung kanyang kapitbahay na manok. Pare, pare manok! Ano ba yan? What's that? And the chicken neighbor said, ah, pare, you, you didn't know? That's the eagle! That's the 
King of the birds. Yan ang boasting natin. Yan ang hari ng himpapawid. Yan ang agila. Yan ang boss natin. Hindi mo ba alam? Hindi, ngayon lang ako nakakita ng ganyang so powerful a creature. And then this eagle who thought he was chicken said something very, very tragic and sad. He said, Pare, sana, wish ko lang. Sana ganyan din ako. Sana, agila rin ako. Hello. It's a sad and tragic story of an eagle who was meant to be the king of the air, who was meant to be the superior of the bird species, but who lived, ate, and died like a chicken. Madalas daw sa ating mga buhay, ang sikreto sa tagumpay, the secret to success and victory in life, it's not how much you know, it's not how much you have, it's not what you do, it's what you see. Ah! Pag nakaktingin ka ba sa salamin, ang nakikita mo ba ay manok o agila? Hi! The Bible says, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength and they will soar on wings like eagles. This is what separates the intelligent from the wise. Hindi raw pagalingan eh. Hindi payamanan. Hindi rin patalinuhan. Kasi maraming matalino. Wasak ang buhay. Maraming mayaman. Ang gulo ng buhay. Ang daming magagaling. Pero miserable ang buhay. The key to success in life is what you see. Do you see the God above the giants? Do you see the God who makes you an eagle? Who calls you to soar and conquer? Yun daw ho ang pagkakaiba ng mga taong may pinagtitiwala ang malakas na Diyos at makapangiriyang Diyos. And that is the book of Joshua. By the way, the book of Joshua is actually about a book of battles. Kung ganong ancient times talaga, madugo. Talagang Gera. This is how the ancients fought with swords, with arrows, and with spears. Patayan talaga. So the book of Joshua gives us a glimpse of battles in the ancient times. Kaya ho talagang pag binasa ho natin yung mga kwento, parang nanood ka ho ng action movie na rated PG. Ah, shocking! Hindi ho talaga pambata yung kwento. But more than a story of battles, it's also a story of liberation. Whoa! The, the other day, meron ako kausap na kaibigan ko pastor. We were talking about the book of Joshua. Sabi ko, pare, is Joshua actually about the battle of the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness? Sabi niya, yes. Is the book of Joshua, ito pa kay labanan ng kadiliman, kasamaan, laban sa kaharian ng liwanag at kabutihan? Yes. And then he told me something. It's very, very interesting. First time ko narinig. Sabi niya, pero Mike, 
You got it wrong when you think that Joshua is about like the Spaniards conquering the Filipinos. That's not what Joshua is all. It's not like the Americans or the British conquering Latin America. That's not Joshua. Instead, Joshua is about slaves setting captives free. Ah, from Egypt to Canaan. These are a journey of a people enslaved coming home and setting their land free from the tyranny of Canaanite kings. Whoa! Sabi ko, parang galing! So yes, is it a battle of good and evil and light and darkness? Yes. But more than that, it's a people who were enslaved for 400 years looking for their inherited, promised home. And their home is tyrannized by demonic kings. The Amorites, the Canaanites. And so they have to set the land free. Ang kaling. So looking at that perspective, bigla ho nating nagkakaroon tayo ng mas maliwanag na pagkaunawa. Bakit ba nagkakaroon ng ganitong mga kaguluhan at madugong mga pangyayari sa book of Joshua? It sets the story in a better light. Of course, this is the ancient times and ancient people. Wala hong Geneva Convention yan. Wala hong mga United Nations protocol yan. And so, sabi niya sa akin, most of the battles are battles between combatants. And so when they mention cities, no, in Hebrew, the word city can also mean fortress. So a city or a fortress like Jericho or Ai, the king is there, the military is there, the temples are there. You have to pulverize the center of power. No civilians and non-combatants were there. Oh. So I hope that helps us navigate through the book of Joshua. Ito pong araw na ito, tutuloy po natin. Pag-usapan po natin ang Joshua chapter 5 na kung saan patuloy nating inaalam at hinuhugot. Ano bang kahalagahan ng tiwala at tapang? The importance of faith and courage as we trust God for our future. As we trust God for our battles. Na tayo'y nagtitiwala at humihingi ng tapang na galing sa Diyos habang hinaharap natin ang mga ating mga hilo, ilog hordan, ang ating mga higante at ang mga kalaban sa ating mga buhay. Tandaan nyo to. Tulad ni Joshua at ng bansang Israel, we need faith and courage to face challenges, obstacles, and oppositions in our lives. We need to choose na kumapit sa katapatan, kabutihan, at kalakasan ng Diyos para magtagumpay sa ating mga spiritual journey at sa ating mga spiritual struggle against sin. We may not know what the future holds, but we can trust and obey the one who holds our future. Amen? Kaya ito po ang napakagandang kwento ng Book of Joshua. So, ang chapter 5 po, at least meron po tayong tatlong aral na ating pag, uh, pagninilay-nilayan sa araw na to. 
three reflections for today. Number one, how do we win our battles? We win our battles when we allow people to see the power of God through us. When we ask God to change us and do a new start in us. And when we align our plans to the God who fights for us. So ito po ang una. How do we win our battles? Paano ba natin mapagtatagumpayan ang ating mga digmaan at ang ating mga gera sa ating mga buhay? Yung mga kalaban na gusto tayong sirain at mga puwersa na gusto tayong wasakin ang ating pamilya, ang ating pagtitiwala sa Diyos. How do we win that? We allow people to see the power of God through us. Itong people of Israel, hindi man sila magaling, hindi man sila malaki, hindi man sila legit, superpower, Pero God, he, the people hear God's work in and through them. Mahalaga po yan, ano? Nung narinig po ng mga tao sa kanaan, yung pagkilos ng Diyos sa kanilang buhay, yung mga himala ng Diyos mula Egypt hanggang wilderness, the parting of the Red Sea, the fire by night and the cloud by day, manna from heaven, rivers in the desert. Nung naririnig po nila itong mga to, nalulusa ho yung mga tuhod nila. Nanginginig ho sila sa takot. It's like they can sense the power of God in their lives. They're not threatened by Israel's army or Israel's weaponry or Israel's military tactics. Pinagtatawan nga nila eh. But they are threatened and they are overwhelmed and they stand in awe of the God who is with them. Minsan daw sa buhay natin, napakahalaga nito ano. People may not be impressed with who we are. People may not find us fascinating, interesting, or magaling, or matalino, or mayaman, or sikat. The Apostle Paul also reflects this, no? Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many of you were famous or intelligent by humans, by the world's standards. But God chose the foolish things to shame the wise. Amen? Minsan daw po, ang Diyos ay lalong napapalaki sa ating mga buhay sa kabila ng ating mga kahinaan. So the, their enemies know that. Tinan nyo to. When all the Amorite kings of west of the Jordan and all the Canaanite kings who lived along the Mediterranean coast heard, ito na, Narinig nila how the Lord had dried up the Jordan River so the people of Israel could cross. They lost heart and were paralyzed with fear because of them. Grabe, no? Narinig nila ang ginagawa ng Diyos sa bansang Israel. Kaya kahit na sila yung mas malakas, kahit sila yung mas malaki, kahit sila yung mas may makakapal at matataas na padir, sila yung nanginginig sa takot. They are well defended. They are well weaponized. They have great armies. But they are the ones who are in fear. Not because of Israel. It's not because of your strength or your goodness or your talents or your wisdom. It's because of the work of God in your life. Meron bang mga umapi sa'yo? Meron bang mga basher sa buhay mo? Meron bang mga critics na sinasabi, hindi ka naman magaling, wala ka naman patutunguhan, walang silbi, hindi ka marunong. 
You know how we silence our critics? You know how we overcome their bashing? When we live for God and God lives through us. Amen? Oh, pahiya ang lahat ng mga umaapi sa'yo pag nakita nila ang gawa ng Diyos sa buhay mo. Praise God. Palapakan natin ng Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. It's not about us. It's not about how good we are. It's how powerful God is in your life. Kaya napakahalaga po na tayo po'y laging kumakapit sa Diyos. Na tayo po'y laging nananalangin sa Diyos. Nung the other day, I went, we went, you know, some of the pastors and some of the leaders went to CCF. And one of the workshops I attended was the workshop where Joyce Spring was there in the panel. Kung maalala si Joyce Spring, I na-interview in one of the YouTube blogs at tinanong siya, totoo ba na kapag kawala si Jesus sa buhay mo, ay hindi ka mapupunta ng langit? Hindi mo makakasama ang Diyos? Sabi niya, yes, she made a stand. That if Jesus is not in your heart, you have no eternal life, you have no forgiveness, but God is waiting for you to come. And trust Jesus for your salvation and your forgiveness. So when she said, you know, essentially the love of God and the offer of God for salvation to anyone who trusts Jesus Christ, she was bashed. Yon, ito hinangyari ng mga nakaraang buwan. Sabi, sa, sabi ni Joyce, nung nangyayari daw yon, nung siya'y binabash, nung siya'y kinakansel sa social media dahil sa kanyang pananampalataya kay Jesus, at dahil sa mga sinabi niya tungkol, kay, tungkol sa Panginoon, sabi niya, hindi naman ako lumaban eh. I just prayed and I cried. Iyak na lang ako ng iyak sa Panginoon. Sometimes the greatest weapon we have is when we are on our knees and we cry to God, Lord, Ikaw na po bahala. That's how we silence our critics. That's how we overcome those who oppose us. We don't bash them back. We don't fight them head on with quarrelsome words. We don't cancel them. But we are on our knees. Lord, forgive them. They do not know what they're doing. Ah. So marami hong nag-pull out ng mga companies, ng mga contracts, ng mga advertisements kay Joyce. But I know the Lord blessed her in spite of what happened. Sa buhay daw po natin, mahalaga that the focus is not really on how great we are. The focus is on how great God is. And that's the story of the people of Israel. Their enemies were silenced. Their enemies were threatened. Not by how good they are, but by how powerful their God is. So yung mga kasama mo sa opisina, kasama mo sa skwela, mga kapitbahay o kamag-anak mo na nilalait ka dahil mahal mo si Jesus, na pinagtatawanan ka dahil naniniwala ka sa Bible, na inaapi ka at inaaway ka dahil naniniwala kang mayroong Diyos, okay lang. Relax ka lang. Kasi eventually makikita naman nila yung ginagawa ng Diyos sa buhay mo. Yung paano binago ng Diyos yung, bu- yung ugali mo. Kung paano inayos ng Diyos at niligtas ka ng Diyos sa mga bisyo mo. Kung paano kumilos ang makapangirihan ng Diyos at inayos yung buhay mo, binago ang buhay mo. Mamamangha sila. Wow! 
Wala ka ng pag-asa, pero nabago ang buhay mo. That's the beauty of our stories. Our stories silence our critics and our enemies and our opposers because of the work of God in our lives. Sometimes, you don't have to speak. Di ba, mayroong isang missionary na nagsabi ng ganun? Share about the love of God. Sometimes, use words. Oh! Hello! Sabi niya, ipamahagi mo ang pagmamahal ni Jesus. Minsan, minsan lang, kumamit ka ng salita. Pero madalas, gamitin mo ang buhay mo. Sometimes the most powerful evangelism, the most powerful apologetics, the most powerful explanation about the God who loves us is not our words, is not our eloquence, is not our intelligence. Kaling mo nga sa Bible, wala naman nakikinig. But it's how we live our lives and how God is working in our lives. Amen? Praise God. Ito naman ho yung pangalawa. How do we win our battles? How do we overcome our battles? It's when we ask God to change us and do a new start in us. Nung nakatawid na po sa River Jordan, yung people of Israel, bago sila sumabak sa gera, before they enter the first battle, the first skirmish against the people of Jericho, there were at least three, three powerful moments Three significant events that prepared their hearts. May tatlong ginawa ang Dios para ihanda sila sa matinding bakbakan na mangyayare in the next chapters. Ang una pong ginawa ng Dios, first is they God brought them to Gilgal to do number one circumcision. Alam niyo po nung nangako ang Dios kay Abraham, papalaing kita dadami ang mga anak mo at mga apo mo at pagpapalain ang maraming mga bansa dahil sa iyo. I will bless you and many nations will be blessed through you. The covenant, yung kanilang kasunduan ng Diyos, was signified by one symbol, circumcision. Kaya ho, ang pagtutuli ay simbolo, simbolo po na ikaw ay kabahagi sa pamilya ni Abraham. Kaya ho, ang mga Jews, they take pride and honor to the fact that they are the only circumcised. During that time, they are the only circumcised nation in the world. Kasi sila lang ang lahi ni Abraham. They are the only chosen people who had a covenant with God. So nung lumabas po sila sa Egypt from slavery, 40 years silang umiikot sa wilderness, 400 years sila sa Egypt. In the 40 years, an entire generation was born in the desert. And this generation of young Jews were not circumcised. Ah! So Gilgal was a place to start all over again. Namatay na yung mga tatay nila. Yung mga galing sa Egypt, nangamatay na yung mga matatanda. So this is now a young generation, the Joshua generation, about to enter the promised land. So they have to renew the covenant. They have to enter a new beginning for the history of their people. And that, they need to be circumcised like their fathers did. Eh, mahirap kasi magtulian sa gitna ng disyerto, naglalakbay kayo. This time, they have crossed the Jordan River. It's a powerful event 
to symbolize the beginning of the new chapter in their lives. And the Bible says Joshua used a flint knife. Alam niyo ba ang flint knife? Ito ho ay kutsilyo na yari sa bato. They will chip a portion of a rock and sharpen it. Ito ang itsura ng flint knife. Hindi ho yan yari sa metal. Yari ho yan sa bato. And this flint knife was used to circumcise all the male Jews. Isa lang ho ang gamit ni Joshua. Yan, tinan niyo ulit, flint knife. One knife for all. Sige magpapatuli ka ba? Yan ang gamit. <laughs> but you know what? A flint knife has no bacteria because it's made of stone. Metals attract bacteria. But stones, they have minerals that repel bacteria. So wala hong infection na nangyari. Entindi ho, ano? So this is what happened. Joshua chapter 5 verses 2 to 3 says, At that time, the Lord told Joshua, Make flint knives and circumcise this second generation of Israelites. Ito mga batang generasyon. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the entire male population of Israel at Gibeat Haraloth. So ito yung lugar na kung saan sila ay tinuli. And so Joshua had to circumcise them because all the men who were old enough to fight in the battle, when they left Egypt, had died in the wilderness. Namatay na yung mga tatay nila, mga lolo nila. So those who left Egypt had all been circumcised, but none of those born after the Exodus during the years in the wilderness had been circumcised. And that's the reason why there is circumcision at Gilgal. By the way, they were slaves for 400 years. And they had 40 years in the wilderness. It is difficult for them to live as free men and women. Diba? May nagsabi nga, it's easier to leave Egypt, but it is easier to, for Egypt to leave the people of Israel. Kasi ho, ang tingin pa rin nila sa sarili nila ay mga alipin. Kaya nga, diba? Nung nahihirapan na sila sa kanilang pagdalakbay sa wilderness, sabi nila kay Moses, balik na lang kami sa Egypt. Mas masarap pa ang buhay namin doon. Yeah, that's a slave mentality. That's the chicken mindset. Mga manok lang kami. Wala talaga tayong pag-asa dito. Hindi na yata tayo pumakapasok sa lupang pangako. Kaya dami nilang reklamo. That's a slave mentality. But the young generation were no slaves. They have to start. The circumcision was the beginning of a new journey for the nation. So the Israelites had traveled in the wilderness for 40 years until all the men who were old enough to fight in the battle when they left Egypt had died. So Joshua circumcised their sons, those who had grown up to take their father's places, for they had not been circumcised on the way to the promised land. Ito matindi. You have to trust God for this. Circumcision takes a while to heal. Nung tinuli ho ako, dalawang linggo, tatlong linggo, isang buwan, nangamatis pa. Ang tagal ho, maghilom pag tinuli ka. Ngayon ho, meron tayong antibiotic, meron tayong mga, di ba, mga, 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 
panlinis during their time, they have limited access to uh, antibacterial solutions. So pag tinuli ka, imagine you are an army in Israel. Ilang buwan kang di ba katayo? Masakit eh. Diba? Namamaga. So, all the soldiers, all the men are circumcised. Imagine, they're sitting ducks. Eh kung lumusob yung mga taga-kanaan, paano ka lalo? <laughs> Surrender. Tinuli ako. Sorry. Diba? Wala naman dung mga protocol na rules of engagement. Tatagayin ka talaga. So imagine you have to trust God and believe that God will protect you because you are circumcised. So this is a battle strategy that is really out of the box. Parang, paano tayo mananalo? Lahat tayo may suga. Lahat tayo nagpapagaling. Lahat tayo nagihilom from the circumcision. All the military men, all the army are stuck. Nagpapagaling. But, they did it. And they obeyed God. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today, I have rolled away the shame of your slavery in Egypt. See, this is both psychologically and spiritually significant for them. Kasi ilang taon sila, ilang dekada silang alipin. So sometimes in our lives, God has to roll away all the shame, all our mistakes in the past, or our, all our enslavement from the past. Yun ho ang gilgal, yun ho ang nagagawa, no? When we are set free from the bondage of the past, from the slavery of Egypt, parang binibigyan tayo ng Diyos ng bagong simula. Hindi ka naalipin. Nalala nyo? Yung ating mga nakakahiyang nakaraan nung hindi pa natin nakikilala si Jesus. Yung ating mga lumang buhay. Yung mga addiction natin, mga bisyo natin. Lang pangit-pangit at dumi-dumi. Ang baho-baho. Yung mga kayabangan, kasinungalingan at mga ugali natin na makasalanan. So Gilgal was a rolling away of the past sin and the past shame and the past slavery. In fact, the Bible speaks of a circumcision in Jesus Christ. Tayo daw hong mga tagasunod ni Jesus. Tulad ng bansang Israel, the circumcision for them was a beginning of their freedom from slavery of the past, from the shame of the wilderness, from the mistakes and failures of their past. The circumcision was the beginning or the signal. This is now a new chapter in your life. Tayrin daw na mga tagasunod ni Jesus. We have a circumcision of the heart. We have a circumcision of the spirit. Nung tinanggap natin ng Panginoong Yesus, tayo din daw ay tinuli ng Diyos. Binago ng Diyos. Tinan nyo to. Sabi ni Apostle Paul sa Colossians chapter 2, verses 9 to 12. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ who is the head over every power and authority. In Christ you are also circumcised. Sabi nyo nga, circumcised. Tayo daw ay mga tinuli dahil sa ginawa ni Kristo sa atin in putting off the sinful nature not with a circumcision done by the hands of men but with the circumcision done by Christ having been buried with Him in baptism and raised with Him through your faith in the power of God who raised Him from the dead Tayo daw ho, nilibing na ni Jesus lahat ng ating mga nakaraan 
yung lumang ikaw, wala na dahil na kay Kristo ka na. Tuli ka na. Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, tuli ka na ba? Tanongin mo nga. <laughs> Pero hindi physical na circumcision. It's a spiritual circumcision. Yung pagtutuli daw ng ating mga puso na tinatanggal yung madumi, tinatanggal yung masama, tinatanggal yung mayabang, tinatanggal yung sinungaling na ikaw. Sa ginawa ni Kristo para daw tayong mga tinuli. He's for like the people of Israel during Joshua. That's how we win our battles. We need a new beginning from God. Lord, paano ko ba paglalabanan tong bisyong ito? Lord, paano ko ba maaayos tong gulong ito? Paano ko ba mababago itong buhay na ito? Paano ko ba maaayos tong problemang ito sa pamilyang namin? We need a new beginning from God, a fresh start from God. Sabi ng 2 Corinthians chapter 3, Now the Spirit of the Lord, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the glory of God, the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His likeness and with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Napakalagaw po na maintindihan natin that the journey of Israel is like our journey as well. Na tayo dating mga alipin. We are former slaves of darkness. We are former slaves of demonic forces. Kaya yung mga ugali natin, hindi talaga nakakalugod sa Diyos. Tayo mga mga buhay natin, hiwalay sa Diyos. But once Jesus comes into our lives, He gives us new life. He gives us a new beginning. He changes our hearts from hearts of stone into hearts of flesh. The circumcision of the Spirit. And He gives us new life. Amen? Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for new life. Thank you for the new beginnings in Jesus Christ. So while the Israelites were camped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, they celebrated, this is the second event. The first event was circumcision. The second event was Passover. Passover on the evening of the 14th day of the first month. In other words, they have to remember what God did in Egypt. Nalala nyo? Diba? When the angel of death, the spirit of death was about to enter Egypt, the instruction is, sino man ang naglagay ng dugo, ng tupa, sa hamba ng kanila mga pintuan. Diba? At their doorpost, there has to be blood of the lamb. And every door, every home that has that blood, death will pass over. Death will not come to that house. And that is a, a signal to us that the blood of Jesus Christ was the one that saves us from death. The blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb of God, you know, si Jesus, ang tupa na namatay para sa ating mga kasalanan. So that is a pointer to a future redemption through the blood of the Lamb. And the people of Israel remembers that until this day. That one time in the story of their slavery in Egypt, God rescued them through the blood. Kaya ho, sa Bible, very significant ang power ng blood to forgive us and to cleanse us from our sins. So that's what they did. They remember God will be our Savior. So circumcision, a new beginning, Passover, God's salvation, and God's redemption, we have hope.
So the very next day, they began to eat unleavened bread and roasted grain harvest from the land. No manna appeared on that day. The day they first ate from the crops of the land, and it was never seen again. So from that time on, the Israelites ate from the crops of Canaan. Napakaganda ho, ano? All their time in wilderness, they were eating manna from heaven. This time, when, they're, when they entered Canaan, manna stops. Wala na, wala nang delivery ng tinapay galing sa langit. Now they have to harvest their own food. It's a signal that it's a new chapter in their journey. The wilderness wanderings, the wilderness walking and journeying and going circles is done with. Tapos na. Bagong simula. Now God's provision is still there in this new chapter in their lives. Madalas sa ating mga buhay, kailangan nating alalahanin yung mga bagay na ito. Yung binigyan ka ng Diyos ng bagong simula at ng bagong pag-asa. Yung binigyan ka ng Diyos ng pagkakataon na baguhin ang iyong buhay dahil kay Kristo. At yung niligtas ka ng Diyos sa iyong mga kasalanan. That is how we overcome our battles. When we trust in the God who is able to rescue us, the God who is able to change our lives. That means you have to overcome your challenges, to overcome your problems, to overcome your difficulties, trusting in the God who is able to transform you. For example, merong panahon ng buhay ko that I was enslaved to pornography. Ay, grabe ho. I was addicted to pornography and I don't know how God can help me. But through the power of community, through the power of prayer, and through the power of trusting God for overcoming my weaknesses, I was able to overcome. So sometimes pornography is actually any addiction, whether it's shopping, whether it's Shopee or Lazada, or whether it's chocolate, or whether it's uh, gambling or alcohol or drugs, or whether it's pornography. Whatever addiction, all addictions are our anesthesias to our pain. Meron daw tayong mga sugat na daladala natin habang tayo lumalaki. At itong mga sugat na ito, ay nagdudulot sa atin ng mga kalungkutan. It's like we are longing for love, so we create false love. We are longing for happiness, so we create false happiness. We are longing for fulfillment and satisfaction, so we create false sources of pleasure. So that's what our addictions do. Meron tayong mga pansamantalang mga kaligayahan. You know how to break the power of addictions? When you encounter the one who can truly fully satisfy when we encounter the one who gives us the living water, you will never be thirsty again. When we encounter the one who gives us the bread of life, you will never be hungry again. Hindi ka na nauuhaw. Kasi dati, we jump from one relationship to another, we jump from one pleasure to another, we jump from one achievement to another, pero parang may kulang yung buhay natin. So how do we overcome our battles against our addictions? How do we set ourselves free from the slavery of sin and death that entangles us? It's when we encounter the one who sets us free. 
Jesus Christ. Kaya nga sabi ng Bible, no, it was for freedom that Christ has set us free. Tayo daw po ay napapalaya sa ating mga gapos, sa pagkaalipin ng kasalanan. Kapag tayo ay lalong napapalapit sa liwanag ni Jesus. Amen? At kung tayo ay lalong hinihilom yung ating mga sugat, all our wounds and all our hurts are healed when we encounter the one who is the source of life and the source of love and true fulfillment in life. Amen? Palapakan natin ng Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. So all my life, my battle with pornography was all about, you know, paano ba ito maiwasan? How to avoid? How to discipline myself? Sometimes that helps, sometimes not. But finally, one day, I encountered a group who introduced me to healing our wounds when you come to Jesus at the cross. So this is a group who would always confess our sins and say, I'm struggling with this sin. I'm struggling with this addiction. And then we were trained how to bring it to the cross. That's how you overcome battles, you know? You come to the cross and you allow Jesus to heal you and allow Jesus, allow Jesus to cleanse you and allow Jesus to set you free. So it's a journey from slavery in Egypt to the promised land when we come to the Lord for healing and freedom. So that's how we overcome our battles. God, give me a new start by your grace and by your mercy. Some of you needed that new start, a circumcision of the Spirit, a change of heart, a new beginning. And that's our Gilgal. Gilgal means the rolling over of the shame. Tinanggal na ng Diyos at tinatanggal, binabaklas ng Diyos. Lahat ang nakakahiya at lahat ng madumi at lahat ng kapalpakan mo noon at lahat ng masama at madilim sa buhay mo. That's Gilgal. This is the last. How do we win our battles? We'll end with this. We align our plans to the God who fights for us. So, two events, circumcision, Passover. The third event, before they enter into the first skirmish, the first battle of Jericho, they have to understand that the battle is not theirs. Kailangan maunawaan nila na itong digmaang ito ay hindi sa pagitan ng Israel at Kanaan. It's not a battle between Canaan and Israel, but it's a battle between God and the demonic forces that controls Canaan. Ah! So this is what happened. God appeared to Joshua. Sabi ni Joshua, Are you for us or against us? Kakampi ka ba namin o kalabang ka namin? Kanino ka ba kakampi? <laughs> And this, sabi ng mga iba, this is an angel. But many scholars say this is Jesus Christ. This is God Himself. The first Theophany. Nagpakita, nagkatawang-tawa ang Diyos, nagpakita kay Joshua. The Lord says, I am neither for you or against you. The question is, are you with me? Yun daw ang tanong sa ating mga buhay, ano? Kanino ka ba kakampi? Hindi, Lord, kampiyan mo naman ako. Inaaway ako nito eh. Pero, Lord, kakampi ako sa'yo. Ah! 
Tignan niyo to. When Joshua was near the town of Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with sword in hand. Joshua went up to him and demanded, Are you friend or foe? Neither one, he replied. I am the commander of the Lord's army. At this, Joshua fell with his face to the ground in reverence. I am at your command, Joshua said. What do you want your servant to do? The key to life, the key to success and victory and overcoming in our lives is when we align our battle plans, when we align our lives and our purposes to God. Kapag ka daw ang ating mga plano sa ating mga buhay ay nakalinya sa kalooban ng Diyos. Madalas kasi, pagka mayroon tayong mga problema at mga pagsubok at mga gulo sa ating negosyo, sa ating marriage, sa ating pamilya, we sometimes rely on our own wisdom and our own strength and our own plans. Sariling diskarte. Pero hindi ka mananalo sa buhay kung puro ganun ang ating patakaran. Kailangan daw, tayo ay magpasakop. Sino ba ang Panginoon? Ako ba o si Jesus? We have to align our plans our battle plans to the commander of the Lord's army. By the way, this event when Jesus appeared to Joshua has resemblance when God appeared to, Mount, to Moses at Mount Sinai. How do we know that this has resemblance? Yung palang ginawa ng Diyos kay Moses, Moses, I'm sending you to let my people go. This, was, this has resemblance when Jesus, when God appeared to Joshua. I'm the commander of the Lord's army. You have to fight. I will fight for you. You have to be with me as I fight for you. How do we know na merong kapareho? Because at the end of that chapter, the commander of the Lord's army says, Take off your sandals. This is holy ground. This is the exact words of God to Moses. Take off your sandals. This, that's Sinai. This is Gilgal. It signifies to us that God is telling Joshua, as I was faithful to Moses, I will be faithful for you. I will fight for you. You will not win because you are good. You will win because I have an army who will fight for you. Not because of your army or your strength or your intelligence, but because God has an army that will fight for you. Amen? Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. So how do we fight our battles? Number one, allow. Allow people to see the power of God through us. Number two, ask God to change us and do a new start in us. And number three, align God's plans who fights for us. You pray. You're going through difficult times. You pray. You're going through temptations. You ask God to fight for you. You're going through challenging times. You're going through a conflict. Someone is bashing you. You pray. Because we fight not against physical and flesh. We fight against spiritual darkness and demonic forces. It's a spiritual battle. The story of Joshua 
gives us a pointer that our battle can be won because our God fights for us. So we pray, we trust, and we walk by faith. Amen? Let's all stand. Tayo lahat ay tumayo, tayo manalangin. Thank you, Lord. Salamat po, Panginoong Diyos. Panginoon, sa iyong pagpaalala sa amin sa araw na ito, that you fight our battles. You are the God of Gilgal. You are the God of Joshua who allows us to encounter a new beginning, a new chapter in our lives. You are the one who gives us a circumcision of the heart, a circumcision of the spirit where we are given new life because of Jesus Christ. Na dahil sa Panginoong Jesus, kami ay binago mo, kami ay pinalaya mo, kami ay nilinis mo, kami ay niligtas mo at binigyan mo ng bagong simula at bagong buhay. We are given new life through the circumcision of the heart because of what Jesus did on the cross. His blood was shed for us. And we're given power. We're given life. We're given grace and mercy. And most of all, Father, we know that whatever battle we fight, you are there for us and with us. You're the commander of the Lord's army. You, Lord, are more powerful than the devils and the demons and the darkness and the Jordans and the Jerichos that we have to face. That's why we have hope. May pag-asa ang aming mga buhay, Panginoon, dahil nandyan ka. Thank you, Lord.